Welcome to the Spurs Up Show, home of the best Gamecocks content on the internet. The following is presented to you by our friends over at MyBookie. Football is back, and so is winning season at MyBookie. NFL, college football, and a brand new cash-out system give you options to bet and win all season long. First two legs of your parlay hit, cash out early and use the funds on another bet, or let it ride for the chance at a bigger payday. Use early cash outs as a tool to stay in control of the action at MyBookie. To get started, go to MyBookie.ag now and register an account for free. When you're ready to make your first deposit, just use promo code TSUS to grab a welcome bonus on the house. That's promo code TSUS to claim your deposit bonus and, for a limited time, a free chip to use in the MyBookie Casino. You can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere, only with MyBookie. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. You pick two to six players and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Price Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi-entry. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sport entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports, pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of. They have got it over at Prize picks. They also have a slick, easy to use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play. They're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with rave reviews. So many fans and listeners of the Spurs Up show have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks, and you should as well. So, again, go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use that promo code TS. U.S. to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it! We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Nick and Juice are ready to go. How does that change things? I don't think it changes things exponentially, Tommy. I mean, I think the best version of South Carolina is probably not good enough either way to be the best version of Georgia. Um, You guys will know my prediction more so on Friday, and I'll explain there. But, I mean, it helps, right, Tommy? It helps. But I just – there's not an optimistic bone in my body that says that Juice Wells will play or be even remotely near 100% because we've been fed – uh, we've been fed one thing the first two weeks and we've gotten something else. So I, I'm not falling victim to that again. Until we hear Shane Beamer go on record and say, hey, Juice Wells, he's 110%. He's going to play. He's going to be a factor. Or we see Juice Wells go out there and actually do it. I say he's not healthy. He, he's not ready to go. And, and, and you know what? If he is healthy, if he is healthy, and they've been using him as a decoy, that's it's just weird. Like, Why? Why would he not just sit and why would he not just sit and get healthy? So, anyways, I don't know. Uh, anyways, guys, 843-790-337-7. Again, I, I see Austin Gregory. I see Brendan M on Twitter. I mean, if you if if you think Georgia has a better wide receiver room top to bottom than South Carolina, hey, that's your opinion, and you're entitled to it. I'm also entitled to telling you that you don't know shit about football. Like, you just flat out don't know shit about football. I know that Xavier Leggett's had a great start of the season, and when when Juice Wells, if let's just say he was 110% Saturday, that's a heck of a one-two punch. Who else does South Carolina have? Who else? We're not talking about two guys. We're talking about the entire room. And as I mentioned, Georgia goes five, six deep. The, the trio of Ladd McConkey, Ra-Ra Thomas, and Dominic Lovett makes Georgia better automatically. Automatically makes them better. I, I don't even know how it's a debate. People want to say, well, South Carolina's got Nick Harbour. He's proved he's legit because he caught a touchdown against Furman. Come on, guys. I mean, it's... I understand the bias, and I get that, but it's alarming, honestly. Some of the commentary I've seen, it is alarming. Either way, let's get into your questions. Everybody's entitled to their opinion. Let's get into your questions here. Uh, 843-790-337. That's 843-790-3377. USC Edits, bro, if Juice is healthy, that is not a push. That's completely our advantage. Wrong, USC Edits. Wrong. You are wrong. You are wrong. You are wrong. I don't know how else to say it, but you are indeed wrong. Uh, let's see. Let's see. USC edits love it, and Mississippi State do not better than Wells again. How about you add Lad McConkey also? 
How about add Marcus Rosemary Jack Saint also? Bro, it goes beyond two guys. That's that's the problem. Carolina has two guys. And one of them's not even going to play Saturday, probably. Until I see it, I hope he plays. Mantis says, the two is I'm going to get hurt. He's a dude. We need to perform because, uh, to your point, Johnson and Thomas Jr. ain't it. Uh, JC said he got banged up. Hopefully he is back this week. And I mean, guys, I, again, I love Shane Beamer, but you just, you never know with the injury report, man. You have no idea with the injury report. Uh, JC said apparently that he, you know, suffered an injury. So we shall see if he's able to bounce back from that. Uh, let's see. Jeremy Wardell, Dial's been pretty good. A lot better talent than anyone George has played so far. Well, no kidding, Jeremy. They've played UT Martin and Ball State. So I, I would hope, yeah, you're absolutely right there. Hey, this is this will be the stiffest test thus far for a Carson Beck. It, absolutely, it will be. So, let's see. Diving into your questions. I mean, I listen. I love the banter. I, I, I love the back and forth. I really do. I mean, I, I, I think it's great that people, you know, believe that South Carolina's receivers are superior. Um. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm happy people do that. You know, and I understand Xavier Legette leads all of Power Five in receiving. I, I totally get it. I'm not taking anything away from that, but. My opinion, I'd, I'd still roll, and people are saying, well, you don't play six or seven, but that's what it literally is. It is a position unit comparison of the entire room. That's what it is. Uh, again, guys, even if you want to talk top three, even if Juice Wells is healthy, I'm taking Lad McConkey, Ra-Ra Thomas, and Dominic Lovett over Juice Wells, Xavier Leggett, and then, like, who's the third guy? Who's the third guy? Is it Amarian Brown? Is it Luke Doty? Like, come on, guys. I, I just, I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I don't know ball, but I, I don't I don't think that's the case. But, you know, maybe I'm wrong. Anyways, 843-790-3377. Austin Miller. My key to beating Georgia is commit to the run. Trust your DBs with their one-on-ones. Make Carson beat you over the top. Well, Austin Miller, I mean, I hear you commit to the run. I mean, I, I I do agree. I don't think South Carolina has a chance in this football game if they're not somewhat balanced. Um, can you hit 100 rushing yards? I, I don't think it's likely, but can you? Maybe. Um, so, so you got to get something going in the running game. Um, and Austin Miller, your DBs one-on-one with the receivers. I mean, yeah, you're going to have to do that because you're going to have to slow down Georgia's running game. If Georgia can run the football, it's over. If, if if Georgia can run the football, it's done. Coach Ford, we cannot run bubble screens and swings. We will not run out outrun Georgia side to side. Well, then, Coach Ford, what do you suggest? I'm not saying run that every play, but in my opinion, you have a much greater chance of success getting the ball on the outside and letting those guys make plays than you do trying to run the football up the gut. You you just you, you just flat out. I mean, I, you, I I just, Coach Ford, I'm not trying to spoil the predictions. I mean, I'll talk a lot more about this in depth on Friday. Um, 
I don't think this is the week the running game gets solved. I, I, I just, I just, I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, Austin Hicks, Ra Ra Thomas, and Lovett haven't done anything either. That's going off of big names. Austin Hicks, why were they big names? They produced at their previous schools at high levels. Those were two massive portal ads, were they not? I mean, Georgia's played two games. Yet you're getting you're you're getting lost in the stats from UT Martin and Ball State. I mean, if you want to go off of that, hell, South Carolina might be a better team than Georgia. Heck, I don't know. Some of the stats are better than Georgia's. Mantis says, what's killing me is the slapdick saying our tight end room is better. Joshua Simon and Trey Knox over Brock Bowers. That's bad. Yeah, it's not even close. I mean, dude, it's the same thing. I got, I got, I got wrecked week one for saying that South Carolina's tight end room, that UNC's tight end room was better, and people just wanted to wreck me all week, and then you go out there in the game and, well, you know what, UNC's tight ends were all over the field making plays, and I was just sitting there thinking, well, there they are. There they are, so... There they are. Brad Perkle says, not just this week, but we have to use Harbor in the red zone. I think it could be a weapon inside the 20. I think so as well. I think so as well. USC edits, they sure don't have better stats. Again, you're just you're just talking. I, I get it. The stats aren't great right now. USC edits, Chris, you're wrong. I'm sorry. Lad is average. I'd take Juice Wells over Lad McConkey, but he's not average, my guy. I, I, I don't, I disagree wholehearted with, wholeheartedly with that. Brad Perkle says, Georgia's deeper than us at every position except quarterback, and then maybe deeper there uh, our top guys just better than theirs. I'd take Juice Wells over Lad McConkey in a freaking heartbeat. But again, the depth of the room, it's not even comparable. It's, it's not even comparable. It's just not. It's just not. USC edits, we have more talent in our wide receiver room, even if it's not proven. Prediction. Again, USC edits, that, that's the thing. I, I don't, when I do like the position at comparisons, man, I'm not doing them off projectability and like all, I'm going off of like, are these dude big time players? They not. And I'm sorry, but you're going to have a really hard time convincing me. Let's go past the top two guys. Again, let's go past, let's say Juice Wells plays, which I don't think he's going to, or at least I don't think he's going to be healthy. But let's say, let's say you're comparing Juice Wells and Xavier Leggett against Georgia's Lad McConkie and we'll go Dominic Lovett or Rob Rod Thomas, one of those two guys. South Carolina's top two, I think you could argue they, they're better. But you have to go through the rest of the list. And you're having I'm just you're gonna have a hard time convincing me that Amarian Brown, Eddie Lewis, Luke Doty, Nick Harbor, Omega Blake, none of those guys guys have done anything in SEC play. I don't know if people are drunk off the Furman win, but, like, them dudes have done nothing. And then you're going to give me the rest of Georgia's receiver room? I, I just, again, I, I think it's people that South Carolina fans that are super familiar with the Gamecock side of things and just have not looked at Georgia's roster for even two seconds. Let's jump to the phone lines here. Call from Brady. Brady, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, how's it going, man? I'm doing fantastic. Appreciate you asking. What's up? Yeah, man, I'm just excited for this dog game. I, I don't know what it is, man. I'm feeling good about it. What's uh, What's got you feeling good about it? Let me ask you that. It's just it's just something in the air, man. Like, I'm feeling Spencer Rattler's man this year. Uh, you know, I, he's got that uh, he's got that swag, you know what I'm saying, man? The way he's playing, for sure, man. I mean, listen, 83% completion percentage. I, I, I think, again, if you want a chance in this ball game, 
it starts with having a confident Spencer yeah, man, Rattler. Looking, and yeah, I mean that's I'm gonna cut you off right here. What do you think? What do you think flag your him or your his giant horse cock? <laughs> What's your thoughts on Spider Man? Well well done. Well done, my friend. I appreciate the call. Spider Man, baby. You, you want to go on? Continue? I'm actually enjoying this. This is entertaining. Man, I just it's been a while since you've heard of Spider Man, man. I just I love him and I love Spencer Rattler's horse cock, and I think it's gonna win us the game, baby. Beautiful. Well said. Well said. I hope you're right. Well said. You have a big cock too, sir. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Oh, beautiful. And he just hung up. Love that. The Spider-Man callers are back. The Spider-Man callers are back. What a time. See, I like to let people like that just run wild with it. You know what I mean? Just, just let them run wild and see where it goes. You know what I mean? Uh, also, I got to get to this question or comment. USC edits. I'm taking Amari and Brown over Lad McConkey, bro. You're you're high. Like you're just high. I, I don't know what to tell you. Like that. That's crazy. That's that's crazy. Um. Anyway, let's see. Tommy Wallace. We throw more quick slants. I think you got to rely on the quick passing game for for sure. You got to rely on the quick passing game. You got to get the football out of Spencer Rattler's hands. He's he's just not going to have time to sit back there and operate. Um, I, I'd love to believe the offensive line just found something against Furman and, and turned over a new leaf, and I hope that's what happened. I really do. Um, I hope they find the right combo of guys, the starting five, you will, and, and the guys they can rotate in there. But, you know, realistically, I think, you know, you're going to have to be – it's going to take a masterful, masterful offensive game plan from Dabble Loggins. Um, you're going to have to – you know, find ways to take your shots because you want to give Xavier Leggett some one-on-one opportunities. You want to use Amari and Brown's speed. You, you, and maybe Nick Harbour gets out there and uses his speed. I mean, you, you want to take some deep shots, especially if there's no Javon Bullard. But, guys, I, I said it earlier today on social media, and I, I'll say this again. I got to be honest. I, I just don't know 
And if somebody wants to call in and give me some some real football reasons as to why this is the case, listen, I, 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 I would love to hear from you, but I don't understand why people think this is going to be some offensive explosion for South Carolina. Like I, I'm seeing a lot of predictions with the Gamecock scoring 28 points you know, even 24 points. I, I think if South Carolina is going to win this football game, it's got to be an ugly muck it up 20 to 17 like it was back in 2019. I, I just – Georgia still has one of the best defenses in college football. And, and I and I know Spencer Rattler's playing out of his mind right now. I, I get that. But this is a different beast, man. This is a completely different beast. And I, I just don't know how South Carolina – how they're going to come back. Like, what are they going to do in the trenches, guys? Like, what are they going to do on the offensive line? What are they going to do in the running game? I, I just, you know, if Juice Wells doesn't go, which, again, we have no reason to believe, guys, he's going to be healthy. Maybe they throw him out there as a decoy. I have no idea. But if it's just Xavier to get out there, guess what? George is going to take him away. So who's the next guy? Who is the next guy? I mean, is it Amarian Brown? God forbid, is it freaking Luke Doty? Is it is it Omega Blake? Who is it? You know what I mean? Like, I just don't know where 28 points comes from for South Carolina. Let's jump to the phone lines here. Call from Robbie Davis, Zach's Hall of Famer. Robbie Davis, what's going on, my friend? How are you? I'm doing all right. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic, my friend. Appreciate you asking. What's going on? One, it's finally hump day. It's finally Wednesday, which means we're another day closer to Saturday. Okay. Win, lose, or draw, okay, which most likely is probably going to be like 97% lose, okay. I'm watching the game Saturday, okay, every second of it, no matter how ugly it gets, because it's probably going to get ugly, okay. I'm just speaking from – from realism here, it's probably going to be ugly. And the only way we're going to have a chance is if, as you just said, right before I called in, we've got to muck it up. Okay. And personally, I would, like I said the other day, I would tell my, my, my corners and safeties, like, you're going to have to stick the receiver because we are, we are selling out to stop the run in this game and we are going to make Carson Beck beat us. Mm-hmm. But if they are able to establish the run and get five to six yards per run, we are screwed. That game will be over before you before you even blink. Robbie, I think you make some great points, my friend. I mean, South Carolina has to slow down the Georgia rushing attack. There's no question. Um, Carson Beck, it may not matter a whole lot about Carson Beck and this being his first SEC start if they're able to run the football and run it effectively and, you know, not get him in any situations where he has right. to do anything spectacular, right? So, I, I would agree with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you look at where Georgia has has really crushed South Carolina over the last – couple of years and, and they've crushed the game guys. since that 2019 win Georgia scored 40 plus in each of the last three ball games uh, if I recall correctly the margins of victory for Georgia have been something like 27 29 and 41 or something like that so 
Um, mm-hmm. You know, defensively, I mean, you've you got to be able to slow down the running game. You've got to be able to get Carson back into some uncomfortable situations. And much easier said than done because South Carolina's defensive front has just, you know, I go back to the UNC game. I mean, the Furman game, great, bounce back. Okay, cool. But you've played one game against Power 5 competition where your D-line was non-existent. You, you couldn't get any sort of pass rush at all. You give up 168 on the ground to UNC. Mm-hmm. So, it, it, it's, you know, you're, you're not as talented as Georgia. You're just not. No, you're not. But it's going to take a masterful game plan. Dabble Loggins, Clayton White, Pete Limbo, Shane Beamer, getting the most out of your, out of your talent and putting those guys in the best possible position. And, and also, to reiterate what you said a while back as well, we're going to have to throw everything, including the kitchen sink, at Georgia to even keep this close, mm-hmm. or at least try to keep it close. Indeed. And we literally have nothing. We have nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. There's, we have nothing to lose. Georgia has everything to lose. The pressure is on Georgia. There ain't no pressure on us. Not really. I mean, do we, is there pressure to win? Yes, but the more, but the pre, most of the pressure is on Georgia. Yeah, I mean, listen. I, when you're when you're a four touchdown, you nothing to lose. Yeah, when you're a four touchdown underdog, you have nothing to lose. That's for sure. And if you lose. So be it. You were already favored. You were already not favored in the game anyway. So just go out there and play your stinking tail off, and just let the chips fall where they may. You might you might lose by thirty or forty, but but you've got we've got nothing to lose. Indeed. Robbie, well said, my friend. Again, I know you'll be there win, lose, or in the unlikely scenario of a draw, you will be there. I know that that is a fact. Well, I won't be there this week. This after, well, I mean, you'll be there. be there in spirit, Robbie. You'll be there in spirit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would, I would absolutely, absolutely will be. And, uh, I can't, I can't wait to, uh, experience my first I know it's not until next week but I'm going to be able to experience my first ever game against Mississippi State in person so I'm really excited about that Mm. nice yeah that'll be a fun one that'll be a fun one but but, uh, that's all I got and I will have my prediction ready to go tomorrow of course and it's not going to be pretty. I'll just go ahead and give you a heads up. It ain't going to be pretty. Mm. It will not be pretty. But uh, I will talk to you tomorrow. And also, it's my youngest brother's birthday today. I can't remember how old he's turning, but he's invited to his birthday today. So shout out to him. His name's Leon Davis. So shout out to him. It's his birthday. Happy birthday, Leon. Love to hear that. Even though he's a Clemson fan. Oh, never mind. I take it back. My youngest brother. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He's he's my youngest brother. He's the one that was in the really bad accident. And then, yeah, 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 it was him. But he's doing much better now. It's his birthday, you know. I figured I'd give him a shout-out, even though he's a Clemson fan now. Hmm. Anyways, 
Okay, for real. That's all I got. I will talk to you tomorrow. Go Cox. And to heck with Clemson. And go Florida Atlantic, doggone it. Shock the world and beat Clemson, why don't you? Indeed. Robbie, you're the man. I appreciate you calling in as always. Always a pleasure to hear from you. All right, buddy. I'll talk to you tomorrow, okay? Yeah, man. We'll talk soon. Great stuff from Robbie Davis as always. 843-790-3377. That's 843-790-3377. So, guys, would love to hear your thoughts, your score predictions, Gamecocks and Georgia do battle. Let me go back and say this, by the way. I, I, I was a little bit harsh earlier. Listen, if you want to argue that South Carolina's receivers room, receivers are better than Georgia's receivers, then you know what? I respect your opinion. I don't agree with you, but I respect your opinion. I don't want anybody to feel like you can't voice your opinion, and I think you're you're a fool if you believe this, that, or whatever. We can just agree to disagree. How about that? We'll leave it at that. Um, Let's see. <clears throat> oh, my gosh. Th- th- maybe the comment of the century. Maybe the comment of the century. Jeff Gullich says, the same people that think we have a better wide receiver room than Georgia are the same people that believe all we need is a Rebecca to call in on Friday, and that will be the only reason we win the game. Oh, God, Jeff. You, just, you, you didn't have to go at them like that. You didn't have to go at them like that, my friend. <laughs> oh, man. Tommy Wallace says, we don't have the Jimmys and Joes that Georgia has, but this game will measure the growth of what Beamer is building. Do we agree with that, guys? I, I think Tommy Wallace makes a great point. Do you need to see South Carolina play Georgia closer than they have the last couple of years to prove to you that South Carolina is taking steps forward under Shane Beamer? Like, how important is it on Saturday for the Gamecocks to not, let's say, get run off the field? Because last year, I mean, you lost this game by 41 and you still went 8-4 and four and beat Tennessee and beat Clemson, had a successful year. But I, I do think it's important. I think it's important that, you know, we spend all week talking about the deficiencies and where South Carolina doesn't stack up here and there and there and there. But at some point, you can't make the excuse of, well, you know, Georgia's just really good. Georgia's just going to be really good for quite a long time. But Mizzou plays them close. Kentucky plays them close. Other teams play them close. Why can't South Carolina play them close? I do agree. I think this is a really, really big game in the sense of just showing that, like, South Carolina is able to scheme around some things, get the most out of its talent, and, you know, at least for a half, at least for three quarters, go toe-to-toe with a Georgia. You know, play above its talent level. I think it's important to show that that progression is happening because – is it really just good enough year after year to say, well, you know, we're building and recruiting, but in the meantime, you know, Georgia's just really good and we just don't have an answer, so we're going to go out there and get our butts beat by 40. I, I, I think it's really hard to sell that to your fan base. I, I really do. Guys, let's jump back to the phone lines here. Call from Justin. Justin, what's going on, man? You're on the air. How you doing, Chris? I'm doing fantastic, man. I appreciate you asking. What's going on? Hey, Chris. Um, hey, Chris, we know Saka go. We'll go ahead. We- because we know soccer got to score a lot of points against a good George defense. It's not gonna be easy, but you got you got you got to play Coach K. It has not been a competitive last two years, right, Chris? Yeah, last three years. It's it's been a blowout all three oh, of the last la- last, three, last years. three years. So I, you know, I I just yeah for South Carolina offensively to to have success, man. I mean, I, I think you've got to find 
you got to find some semblance of balance in the rush, you know, with, with the rushing attack or manufacturing some sort of running game. I, I believe that Spencer Rattler is going to do everything he can. He's he, he's going to basically have to put this team on his right shoulder and, you know, make incredible plays, spectacular plays, and and be the difference maker. Um, you know, Xavier Leggett, I would expect, will be his top target again. How do they combat Georgia taking Leggett away? That, that to me, is the big question because – Georgia's got the dudes, right, to take him away and make South Carolina go elsewhere. Is it Trey Knox? Is it, is it Joshua Simon? Is it Amarian Brown? Is it Nick Harbour? Is it Omega Blake? Like, who is it? Who is it, right? Um, oh, yeah. But I think it starts – it obviously it starts up front. You, you got to find balance. You, you can't have Spencer Rattler running for his life. I would expect him to get the football out early um, and be doing that often as well. So, it, it's – again, it's – it's going to take a masterful game plan from Dabble Loggins. Dabble Loggins is earning his paycheck very, very early in this season because it's it's going to take probably the best game plan Dabble Loggins has ever put together to, you know, create an offensive attack that can go out there and beat Georgia on Saturday afternoon. Oh, yeah. And, because the thing about this, Georgia got athletes, and look, they're going to, they're going to try to stop like that. If you're soccer, look, we know Juice is better not play, right, Chris? Well, I mean, I, I listen, I, I'm assuming Juice is not playing until I, as I've said many times, until I hear Shane Beamer say he was he's 110% or I see Juice Wells out there making plays and getting after it, I, I just, I, I can't believe that he's ready to go. I, I cannot sit here and talk about this game all week and say that Juice Wells is going to be a factor because... We've heard this same stuff the first two weeks, and Juice Wells hasn't been Juice Wells. So, I mean, you tell me. I mean, it's it just I cannot go into this game expecting he'll play. I, I just I can't do it. I hope I'm wrong. I hope he does play. I want to see a healthy Juice Wells. That's why it's so annoying. That's why it's so frustrating. Well, yeah, I frustrated too because the thing about it is, what what does Shabby have to do? What are you gonna do when you see Jordan this week? Are you gonna try something different? Or- or you can get somebody a new face they hadn't seen before, right, Chris? I mean, yeah, I think you again have to go to the, you know, throw the uh, throw the kitchen sink at them for sure. Um, I think you got to throw everything you have at them, you know, show them some looks that maybe they haven't seen yet, what have you. Uh, so I, you know, it, it's again, it's going to take a masterful game plan on both sides of the football, both from Dowell Loggins and Clayton White, uh, and even then, and even then, it's going to be really, really tough. Yeah, because it's not easy to get a W in Athens. That's a tough place to win, you know. It, it is. It is not. They've won twenty straight games there. Um, granted, their last home loss was to South Carolina. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, I, I, I'm not afraid to go on record and say it again. Like I said yesterday, you can you can call me a whatever you want for a oh, moral victory. This moral victory that, bro. I'd I'd love to see South Carolina. I'd love to see Carolina go out there and, and, and play a competitive ball game with Georgia. I really would. I, I really, really would. Yeah, me, yeah, me too, Chris. And listen, you, you got to beat George sometimes. You're not going to be a man of you. This, this being there once in a while, right, Chris? Yeah, yeah. I, uh, yeah, I just, I, I don't know. I, I don't know how it exactly happens. I mean, we, we know the, the recipe for a massive upset, Justin, but I, I just, it's much easier said than done. We'll leave it at that. Yeah, hey Chris, how I go, man? Yesterday was my brother's birthday. Well, happy birthday to your brother, my friend. 
Yeah, he's uh he's four. He was four yesterday, so he he was happy yesterday because he he made it to forty. You know, Chris. Yeah, yeah, man, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, happy birthday from uh, happy birthday from us, and uh, hope it went well, man. Oh yeah, um, he he's a Gamecock fan, Sockeye State fan. You know. Mm. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Nice. Yeah, he loves the Gamecocks, and one thing he doesn't like, he doesn't like Chris or Georgia. You know. All right, none of us do. Not 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 many of us like Georgia. Yep. I told us that, hey, you think you forgot me in football. If I didn't know about Chris Georgia back there, I would never know about the team back there. You know, Chris? Right, for sure. Yep. Hey, Chris, all I said, man, um, go get cuz. Stay strong. Be competitive, right, Chris? That's it. That's it. Justin, well said as always, my friend. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for the call. Great stuff from Justin. Guys, again, we keep the conversation rolling here on this Wednesday, September the 13th. Again, guys, I want to hear from you, your thoughts, your predictions. Uh, what do you feel like the recipe for a massive upset is on Saturday afternoon? Mark says, if Rattler puts up similar numbers as the first two games, we can play close for three quarters. The seven slide of the Heisman scene, we win. He surely does. Mark, I think there's a chance. I mean, if Rattler goes out there and he continues his hot play, it doesn't matter if it's a loss. I think all of a sudden you look at Spencer Rattler in a different light for sure. Um, Coach Ford, Loggins just put together two game plans in his entire career. Was he not an OC in the NFL, Coach Ford? Did I miss that? Um, let's see. Jacob E., if we were to get blown out in the last few years, makes the rebuild seem like it's five to six years versus two to three for really competing with them. Uh, let's see. Chase Floyd, it's okay. You're king slapdick. I think you were talking to me. Uh, Allen says, I'm predicting 31 to 30 Gamecock since Clemson has to hear the score since last year's game. Why not us again? I love it. I'd, I'd love to see it. Jeff Gullage, which is higher? Number of callers, if we get blown out Saturday or we have a close game and still lose, I think we get blown out. The fan base will be defeated. I, I think, Jeff, the good news is the post-game call-in show ha has been pretty electric no matter what. And I think especially with the post-game call-in show not being at, like, midnight, I think we'll probably get more people tuning in. So, yeah, it should be a lot of fun. I, I think the numbers would be higher, though, if we won. I, I think it would be higher if we won. So, oh, excuse me. Uh, anyways, let's see. Dale from East Tennessee chimes in. He says, hey, Chris, my birthday's in four months. <laughs> Tommy Wallace, how comparable is our coaching staff to Georgia in relation to our players versus theirs? I, I don't really know what you mean by that last half of that, Tommy, in relation to our players versus theirs. I, I mean, I, I give Georgia the nod when it comes to coaching. I mean, you've got, you know, back-to-back -back national championship head coach Kirby Smart. I think he's the best coach in college football right now. Uh, Mike Bobo, I'd give the nod over Dowell Loggins. I, I just, listen, I, I understand we don't like Mike Bobo. The guy's been doing it for like 20, 30 years at the collegiate level. Had a lot of success. Right, we don't know. We don't know what Dabble Loggins is going to be. So that alone gives the nod to Mike Bobo. Uh, and then defensively, Glenn Schumann, I, I'd give him the nod over Clayton White. I, I, I don't see, you know, Pete Limbo, you get the advantage there, but I, I don't see South Carolina having the advantage in the coaching department in any uh, of the coordinator spots, in my honest opinion. So the Spurs Up show is brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage 
for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and packs a flavorful punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team. Whether you're tailgating in the stadium parking lot, watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home, Twisted Tea is there to elevate the game day experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. The Spurs Up Show is also brought to you by our friends over at Game Time. Download the Game Time app or head over to GameTime.co and use the promo code SPURSUP for $20 off your first purchase. Again, that's promo code SPURSUP, S-P or S-U-P, for $20 off your first purchase. Game Time is the best ticket buying app available that removes all the stress of the ticket buying process. They have things like images of your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Guys, you can buy your tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps, and you're set. And also tickets, they're sent directly to your phone. So no more scrambling, searching through your email, trying to find the tickets you just bought, whether it be the Gamecocks, a concert, a comedy club event, you name it, whatever the event is. Buying tickets shouldn't be stressful, and Game Time is the way to go. Again, that's our friends at Game Time. Go download the Game Time app or go to GameTime.co. And when you do, create an account and use promo code SPURSUP. That's S-P-U-R-S-U-P for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Austin Miller, I say give the starters three drives. They don't improve. Throw the youngsters in. If the O-line play isn't going to be great, you might as well give those guys some big game experience, exhaust every option. I'd agree with you. Austin, I would agree with you. Tommy Wallace says, are we closer in coaching or players? I'd say coaching. I'd say coaching. The beauty is indeed in the banter, folks, and the banter is strong today. Uh Pimp on a blimp, 89. Love that username. Is Clayton White's seat getting a little hot? I think absolutely it is, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's just one of those things, man. We're just tired of watching the same same thing every year. I mean, it just, you know, that how much how much forward progression since year one has there been defensively? Um, so, my guy Reese, what's going on, my man? Appreciate you. Uh, USC edit says, man, not a single person in the comments on Instagram agree, agree with what Chris said about the wide receivers. The ones that agree USC edits are just probably not commenting. That's typically that's typically how it goes, USC edits. It's typically only, um, you know, only the negative comments are the ones posted. The people that want to talk ball and understand things, you know, they normally just chill and kind of stay back and watch the madness unfold. So watch the madness unfold. Brad Perkle says, Sabelle Newton said, all we have, we have a chance. All we have to do is wear the garnet pants with the white jersey. Yeah, I wish it was as simple as that. Sabelle Newton is correct, Alonzo says. 
Let's see. Coach Ford, if we drop White as defensive coordinator, move to Gray. Torian Gray is the D.C., you think? Okay. Not a football question, but do you think USC will be go back to the original 2001 entrance and ditch the Shane train? Somebody just sent that in via text line. Uh, I don't think they do that for one game and then ditch it. Just my opinion. I don't think they do that. Jimmy from Hartsville texted in and said, who will we see at running back this week? I think you're going to see all of them. I, I do. I think you'll see all of them. I think you'll see Mario Anderson, Joyner, Juju, Dontavious Brazel. I mean, I, I think they're going to exhaust all options. Um, I think you'll see more of Mario Anderson. I think he's going to get an opportunity for sure. Uh, so... Anyways, our good friend Brad Crawford, he locked in his prediction for Carolina, Georgia. He's got the dogs covering the – depends on the book. Some some places it's 26 and a half, 27, 27 and a half, whatever. He's got Georgia covering 26. He's got the dogs 38, South Carolina 10. So, again, we'd love to continue to hear your thoughts, your predictions, everything else. And, again, guys, like you mentioned – or like I mentioned earlier, if, if you think Georgia's got the better wide receiver room, we can just agree to disagree. This, this reminds me of the whole UNC tight end room thing over – it, it reminds me of that from week one where nobody agreed with me and then UNC's tight ends went out and had a freaking field day. So we'll see. Anyways, let's jump to the one. from Peyton. Peyton, what's going on, my friend? How are you? Good about yourself, Chris. What do you say, man? I'm doing well, man. I appreciate you asking what's going on. So two things I'd like to say before we talk, before we talk about this game. Number one being uh, I just wanted to thank you for getting me through my work day. I throw, I throw the Daily Crow on at 12 when it comes on. I get off at 3 o'clock. It rides me perfect through through the rest of my work day, and I just want to thank you for, for giving me that. Um, also, I beat my punk-ass brother in fantasy this week, Holla. So, anyway, about this game. Mm-hmm. I think one of the big keys for us is going to be staying in front of the chains and limiting penalties because I can't tell you how many times this season on first down, we get either a false start or an offside or, or what, just whatever, whatever it might be. And before you know it, we are second and 15 or we're first and 15. And then it always sets up to be third and 10, third and 11, because we can't run the ball through two games. And it's just, it, it makes it really hard on, on an offense when you're expected to make third down conversions each and every drive. you got to find success on first and second down. I think mm-hmm. that's going to be key for us. That's definitely easier said than done, especially against Georgia, though. Much easier said than done. And, and I, you know, we're sitting here having fun debate and banter on the wide receivers and everything, but what we need to be talking about is the line of scrimmage. I, I just, bro, I, I again, I, I keep seeing these predictions of, South Carolina's going even even our guy JC right yesterday said South Carolina's going to score 28 points and a 38 to 28 ball game. I mean, I hope he's right. Like I I really do hope he's right, but like dude, my mind keeps going back to the North Carolina game. I know it can't be as bad as that, I don't think, but like I just don't know 
how Carolina is going to move the football in the line of scrimmage. I, I just don't know how. I, I really genuinely don't. Man, I'm not trying to be pessimistic. I'm not trying to be doom and gloom. I just – I don't know how that group – and I know I don't know if some Gamecock fans are just still drunk off the Furman win or whatever it might be. I know some people, it doesn't matter. I, you know, whatever. Anyways, I go back to that UNC game, and I, I just – I don't know how that front five – and that front four defensively, I don't know how they're going to hang. I really don't. I, I mean, I, I just don't. I, I don't know how. I, I genuinely don't know how. Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's a massive, massive question mark as to how in the hell we're going to get this thing done. But, you know, if you wheel out – I'm like you, man. I, I don't. I don't necessarily. I don't want to see Sidney Fugar start another game. I, I think we've seen what we see from him and guys like Wanamaker, Vershawn Lee, those kind of guys. That they, they, they are what they are. And if if you're expecting to see a flash against the number one team in the country and one of the most dominant defensive forces we've seen in college football over the past three seasons, if you think we're going to see a flash out of those guys, then I said it yesterday, then we're on two different wavelengths. Mm. So I, it's just – it comes to a question of, you know, can we even, like, can we even muster up 30 rushing yards against these guys? I mean, I don't think that's an outlandish thing to think. I mean, we saw a negative two with sacks included versus UNC. I don't even think I need to, to point out the differences between – UGA and UNC, especially defensively. Uh, just there's there's a lot of questions going into this, but you know when you see like like you talked about it, the the predictions of South Carolina scoring scoring 25 points or more, I I just I don't see it happening. But I'll say this: I gave you a hint on my prediction yesterday. I said Carolina covers. I'll give you another hint. I don't think either team scores over 35. So I think um, Carson Beck, you, you can't expect, you cannot expect uh, a, a quarterback to come in and light it up in his first SEC game, unless his last name is Burrow or Watson or Lawrence. Uh-huh. So I, 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 I'm not expecting massive things out of out of Carson Beck. I think if Georgia just rolls. Like, like many of us are fearing they might. If Georgia just rolls, I think it's going to come on the ground. I mm-hmm. think if they put up over over 35 points, if they put up close to 40, 50 points, I think it's going to come with 200 yards plus on the ground. Um, but like I said, I, I don't think um, – Carson Beck is not the strong suit of that offense. I'll, I'll say that. So, it's just – there's a lot of questions going into this game, but there are some things that we can try to take advantage of that Georgia doesn't control, and that being us taking care of the football and not making costly penalties. Mm-hmm. That's something that Georgia has no control over. Mm-hmm. Now, if they if they strip the ball or if they if they make a good play on the ball defensively, then that's that's something that Georgia can control, obviously. But what I'm saying is not making ill-advised throws. Staying in front of the chains, not shooting yourself in the foot with penalties, and not dropping the ball. Hmm. So I, I think those are those are three things that we can control that we that can help us win this game. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think you have literally no shot if you don't play a fundamentally sound, clean football game. If, if Carolina's mm-hmm. – and they've done a lot better, I think, to this point, not turning the football over and, and being – you know, fundamentally sound in some different areas. But if, if you if we see that sloppy play again from South Carolina, if we see them do what they've done a lot under Shane Beamer, which is start really, really slow on the road and, and get out scored vastly in the in the first half. Yeah, I mean it's it's just there, there's it's gonna be a long day. It's gonna be a long, long day. Yeah, and um to to speak on the position unit comparison. Any of those people that that think you're being biased or you think think you're being unfair or think you don't know what you're talking about, just I talked about it earlier in the summer about blue chip percentages. I think uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Georgia does not have a single starter offense, defense, or special teams that is not a four star or five star player. Now I might be wrong, but. If, if there's a three-star on the field, it's, it's either one or maybe two. Mm-hmm. And that, that's about it. Everybody else is four-star and five-star. So you, you got to look at this pure percentages and the depth that they have at every position and just the coaching level that, that these extremely talented high school players are receiving from. I don't think it's arguably at this point Kirby Smart's the best coach in college football. Mm-hmm. Can't argue with the can't argue with who he's beat and how he's beat them. So it's just rosters, man. Rosters in depth. They they on paper they outclass almost every team in this in, in the country, mm-hmm. much less South Carolina. So I, I just for any of those people that think you're think you're crazy for saying they have a better wide receiver room than we do, they I'll put it more mildly than you do. They don't watch nearly enough college football. So I'll say that. And listen, the beauties and the banter. We can uh, we can agree to disagree. I mean, I you know, I I, I wish Juice Wells and I hope Juice Wells was one hundred and ten percent. I hope and pray he's one hundred and ten percent because I don't think South Carolina. I mean, I don't even think with him they they have stand much of a chance. But without him, it it just gets even tougher. So, um. I hope he's good to go, and you know, I, I maybe if you want to give them the the push at that position, then maybe so be it. But I don't know, man. I, I look at that receiver room, and again, I think Georgia. I think it's one of the most talented rooms they've had in their recent memory, and uh, they they truly go five six deep at that position, six seven deep, if you will. So, um, you know, we'll see. But apparently. Our guy DGD saying that Lad McConkey and Javon Bullard will not play Saturday from what he is hearing. So that that helps the case if you're the Gamecocks. So we, we shall see what happens. But Peyton, always a pleasure, man. I appreciate the call. Always a pleasure talking with you. Absolutely, Chris. I'll uh, I'll highlight you tomorrow with a with a pick. And um and I guess uh I guess we'll see Saturday. We'll find out whether all this all this banter is worth a damn or not. So um <laughs> I'll holler at you more this week. Stay cool out there, especially on a hot day like today. Thanks for us up, Joe. Go Cox, buddy. I appreciate it, Chris. Appreciate it, Peyton. Take care, man. Thank you so much. Great stuff from Peyton. As always, we missed a call during our conversation with Peyton. If you want to call back in, 843-790-3377. That is 843-790-3377. Tommy Wallace says, if 
if we pull off a miracle Saturday, what are the things we point back to on Monday? I mean, I, I think it's going to start with Spencer Rattler, Tommy. I think it'll start with Spencer Rattler in a heroic performance from the Gamecocks QB1. Um, past that, I, I think it'll be, you know, like the things we mentioned, the recipe for a huge or a huge upset, right? The opportunistic defense making plays, you know, scoring off of turnovers, Beamer ball, scoring off of special teams, you know, Xavier Leggett continue to just ball out and be one of the best receivers in college football. Like, it's, it's going to come down to those things. I, I really do. And I think that's what we'll be, we'll be talking about. Uh, Jacob B on the flip side says, Ford, he seems to be recruiting the trenches heavily. That's where it all starts. Let's see. Austin Miller says this. I don't think we win, but if we come out and lay a damn egg like we did last year, we need to start looking for a new defensive coordinator. I mean, you know, I was thinking this too while Peyton was talking about the, the position unit comparison, stuff like that. You know what's kind of scary, guys? It's just like we compare O-lines and D-lines. How many times is Carolina going to have the advantage in those two departments? Because it's not many. Let's jump to the phone lines Call here. from... Graham. Graham, what's up, man? How are you? What's up, Chris? How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. I appreciate you asking. What's going on? I'm all right. I've been uh, listening for a long time by now. Uh, this is actually my first time calling. I can't believe I'm talking to you. Uh, over the past couple of days, I just uh, got started to become really passionate about something and just wanted someone else's uh, opinion. Maybe I'm being ignorant uh, in some ways. But I really believe that we're going to need Mario Anderson's uh, physicality. And I think that we need to have a two running back set, which I don't think Dow Loggins does, or maybe he's holding it out. But I think uh, in a like shotgun formation, Rattler needs uh, DK and Mario Anderson on each side of him, just because you could always move DK into the flats and like swing them out and stuff and just run a lot of fakes. I just wanted to hear what you uh, thought about that. I mean, I think they definitely need to utilize Mario Anderson. I, I thought he brought a different type of physicality uh, to the running back room and running back position last week. You know, it, I know it was Furman, but the guy's actually been an RB1 before. So, and I think you saw that confidence, that edge, that, that you know, that chip on his shoulder that he runs with. And I think that comes from having that mentality of, a, of an RB1, right? Like, I think the Kevion Joyner's a great player, but he's, but he's figuring things out uh, at that position. So I think they need to use them all. Like, I think they really need to utilize them all and, and get them all involved because you're going to have to try to manufacture some sort of running game, some sort of balance to take the pressure off of Spencer Rattler and, uh, you know, have the defense at least respect the running game. I mean, that, that's, that's a huge question this game, too, is like if Georgia's able to stop your run with just four or they don't have to load the box up and they can play the pass, I mean, what do you do then? You know what I mean? So – uh, you you got to yeah, find a way to have some spot. semblance of balance in this game. Yeah, and Mario Anderson, he is huge. Mm -hmm. I don't think I ever fully realized until uh, his press conference yesterday. I hadn't looked at him much. Um, DK just seems like he lost uh, a good bit of athleticism, if you call it that. Uh, seems pretty uh, slow. Mm -hmm. But who knows? Hopefully we can uh, make it a good game, in, at least for a quarter or so. But thanks for uh, taking my call, man. Hey, I appreciate you, man. Thank you so much for the call. Call back anytime. Um, yeah, listen, I mean, I, I think did the carry on joiner lose a step over the offseason because he gained weight, gained muscle mass, I should say. You know, maybe so. Maybe so. Um, you know, maybe so. But 
I think it just has a lot more to do with the fact, again, that Mario Anderson has been an RB1, and he just he's able to run with that different edge about him. Um, you know, I, I think that is truly what it, what it comes down to and why he's able to operate in that manner. Uh, we got a text here that says, if you were Shane, what is the one important thing that you would focus on this week heading into the weekend battle against the Georgia Bulldogs? What would I focus on? Well, I liked what DeCarrion Joyner said about, you know, we're not playing the logo on the helmet, right? Um, I think in a game like this, you can, you know, it's already a tall task taking on a team that's as talented as Georgia is. But I think you can even make it an even more insurmountable task when you're when you're worried about, you know, oh, this is Georgia. This is the back-to-back national champions. Like, take on the team, don't take on the logo, right? So I, I would, if I was Shane Beamer, you know, Truly keep the team locked in on worry about what you can control. Go out and play your best ball. Focus on winning your matchups, and we'll go from there. So, Tommy Wallace says, Georgia talking heads seem to be real concerned about their running game. Why? Well, Tommy, because they haven't ran it great in their first two games. I mean, they, they, they've got to have some talking points, right, going in the game. So, um, they have not ran it all that well against Ball State and UT Martin. So, Coach Ford says, we can acknowledge Georgia – Talent and coaching advantage, but that will be a long time changing if ever. What is Beamer doing on both areas of change? I think, I mean, Coach Ford, I think he's doing all you can do is recruiting. He's he's recruiting. So, um, he's recruiting his tail off. I mean, he's recruiting the line of scrimmage. I I think that I don't think there's anything Shane Beamer could be doing to anything else he could be doing. You know what I mean? DGD says again, Lad McConkey and Javon Bullard think they will not play, at least that's what he's hearing. So it sounds like they may be without Lad McConkey and Javon Bowler. Ironically enough, the Gamecocks may be, may be without Juice Wells and Nicky Minwari. So a couple of teams that are already a little bit banged up. So. Let's see. Anyways, guys, 843-790-3377. Mark says, my last trip to Athens is when Melvin Ingram took a fake punt to the house. Pistol Pete, let's pull the same with the freak. It's going to take all four phases, including the football gods. Dave Garrick says he's got Gamecocks plus 28. He says, between the 28 points and the running clock, I feel good about my chances. Indeed. Mm-mm. Anyways, guys, 843-790-3377. That is 843-790-3377. Questions, comments, calls, guys. Looking forward to kickoff on Saturday. Looking forward to kickoff on Saturday. Gamecocks and dogs between the hedges. Coach Ford says... I saw someone ask if Beamer were hired at Georgia, would he have won what Kirby has? I say, look at the staffs they pulled together for your answer. Well, Coach Ford, let's just call it for what it is, too. It's a lot easier to pull a great staff at Georgia than it is South Carolina. Everything is more difficult, Coach Ford, at South Carolina. You know this. You know this. You know this. Everything is more difficult. Recruiting's more difficult. Winning's more difficult. Getting a great staff is more difficult. It's all more difficult. It is. 
because of perceptions of programs. Like South Carolina is not looked at as some football powerhouse. Georgia is. History and tradition and all that, they matter. So, like, you got to find the right people, man. You, you just you have to find the right people that want to take on the challenge. That's why Shane Beamer is a perfect fit at South Carolina. He might not have been a perfect fit at Georgia. And, you know, Coach Ford, Coach Ford says, I get it. That's why we. That's why hiring a big-name head coach is critical. Okay, so now Coach Ford is critical of the Beamer hire. I, and I'll tell you this, Coach Ford. If we're five years from now and Shane Beamer, the whole thing, it, it didn't work out in the way that we hoped it would, the Shane Beamer experience can be a learning experience for South Carolina. Because if going against the grain and trying to find a, you know, our guy, somebody who loves USC, like, if it doesn't work the way that, you know, I, I don't know, whatever, get to an SEC title, get to a national title, I think that it'll prove that South Carolina, to win big in Columbia, you do need to open the checkbook, get in your bag, and hire a proven national championship winning head coach. And th there's not many of those. That's the problem. There's not many of those, right? So, you know, well, that's way down the road. I, and I do think Beamer can be that guy. I'm just saying that, you know, we, we knew that. We knew that when, you know, Beamer was hired, that it was a roll of the dice. And, I mean, I think he's doing well. And I don't, you know, it's, it's we're kind of having a random convo or something. But, you know. Travi, I know we aren't probably going to see Lenoris, but, man, I'm excited for the kid. Dude has a zip of an arm. He does. He does. Hard not to watch what he did, Travi, and be, you know, not be excited for what he's going to do at South Carolina. Let's see. Big Wash says, y'all don't believe. Big Wash, you'll know my prediction on Friday. We'll continue to talk about this thing tomorrow with key matchups and top storylines and all that good stuff. And, um, anyways, um, yeah. Austin Miller, I agree with Chris on the wide receiver take. I believe our top two is better than their top two, but we simply don't have the proven depth they do. That's all I'm saying, man. That's all I'm saying. Uh, let's see. Jacob E says, UGA has always had all the tools in terms of donor support, campus, location, stadium, and of course, in-state recruiting. All was an advantage over SC. Yeah, and it's, and it's all an advantage over many, many, many teams out there. Yeah, I mean, it's Georgia was a sleeping giant before Kirby got there. USC Edit says, due to this point, I can't even imagine the scenario where Beamer doesn't work out. Imagine how sad the day Beamer leaves or gets hired fired would be no one cares about our success more than him yeah I mean I again man I, I wouldn't rock his name if I didn't think it wasn't going to work out I, I think Shane Beamer but it's it's going to take time it's just I, I think the the challenges at winning at South Carolina are real um there's a reason you know South Carolina has not won significantly in football in over 100 years he's fighting that he's battling that so you got to give him time to correct it and get it fixed and, and get South Carolina to a level that it's never been at before and I know that Steve Spurrier won 11 games three years in a row, but I'm talking like a, a, a level of consistently winning eight or nine games over the course of a decade. That's type of that's that's a type of sustained success that South Carolina has never seen. Lynn Turner, Beamer's recruiting at a level higher than any coach we have ever had. Development and scheme would be the question if we don't have success. 
for sure. Jacob E says, just to, just so see Beamer Land guys from out of state beating the likes of Ohio State never never been done at South Carolina. Spurrier's top recruits are mostly SC guys. Yeah. Beamer ball to the moon indeed, guys, no doubt. You know, people people going back and forth on on uh the wide receiver stuff and the position unit comparison stuff. And it's a good time, man. I, I enjoy it. I love it. It's a lot of fun. Truly is a lot of fun, man. I I I that's what makes all this all this great. So Anyways, guys, let's see. Getting back into your questions. Lynn Turner says, we also need Kai to be back in Kai form on Saturday. He has not been himself in the first two games. I will say the one thing, you know, one of the things I made an error on uh, when I talked about Beamer Ball hasn't been much of a fact in the first two. You know, I really meant from the standpoint of, you know, we saw Beamer Ball, like, really turn games last year with a blocked punt, a blocked kick, a return, whatever. South Carolina did have that onside kick against UNC out of the gate, which, I mean, if, if Amarian Brown catches that fourth down conversion, who knows? Who knows what happens in that ball game? Um, so the problem wasn't really in that game that, you know, special teams tried to make a play and did make a play. Just South Carolina did not, did not capitalize on it. That was the problem. So, I don't know. We'll see. You're going to need special teams, though. You're going to need Beamer Ball. You're going to need it. Absolutely. Uh, anyways, guys, 843-790-337. Yeah, somebody texts in. I've noticed in your breaks it still says 12 to 2. Yeah, we just don't have an updated graphic for that, and I have not sweat trying to get it fixed. We will we will at some point get that fixed though. We will at some point get that fixed. You know, it's it is crazy guys to think back and just think that we used to only go 12 to 2 and we used to you know, we 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 used to have no structure to this thing at all, right? We just take the question, you know, we take your questions and just and just be wide open, right? It's uh you know, it, it feels crazy to think about, but Let's see. Yeah, USC edits. Good memory by you. Good memory. It was 12 to 1 for quite a long time. It was only one hour. Yeah. We wouldn't even take a break, USC edits, back in the day. So TDC, the origin, yeah, it started. TDC first started the week of the first game in 2020. So like that Monday, and since then, daily the Daily Crow has rocked, right? So it was twelve to one for quite a while. I think we went noon to two. I think start of the twenty twenty one season. Like it was that long. It was like a year. It was twelve to one. Um, we did not even upload that via podcast. Any, you know, the podcast and TDC were completely separate things, right? Uh, then went noon to two, and TDC and the podcast were still separate things. And then now we sit here noon to three with. You know, this being the podcast, practically. So, uh, Bruin Nation says, only us OGs remember that. What's up, Bruin Nation? Glad to see you in here, Bruin Nation. It's so funny. I I saw <laughs> Bruin Nation's tweets do pop up on my timeline a good bit. Um, let's see. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Bruin Nation, I always see your tweets, Bruin Nation. He basically just said, everybody's picking this to be a close game, or I've seen a lot of Gamecock fans, a lot of optimism. It can only mean one thing. Georgia is about to steamroll us. <laughs> Bruin Nation, I, I will tell you, it is, it is, I, you, you got to love it, right? You got to love the optimism and the never ending faith and belief in the Gamecocks because even after the UNC game, Bruin Nation, and everybody else, all it took was one win over Furman to get people believing that a win over Georgia was possible. You know what I mean? Um, that's all it took. That's all it took. It's just crazy to me. It's it's, it's incredible. I love it, and I, and I love it, man. You, you need that optimism. You need that excitement. I mean, guys, that's why I've been talking about. Hey, here's here's the recipe for the upset. Here's the keys. Like I, I'm, you know, I I I, I want to go into this game believing that South Carolina, there's a path to doing it. What what I said earlier today, though, and what I'll say yet again, I'm seeing a lot of predictions out there that have South Carolina scoring 28 points, you know, 30 points, even 24 points. I I just don't – I don't know where that production comes from. I, I, I like I, – obviously, what Spencer Rattler's doing right now is incredible. But I think if South Carolina is going to pull the upset, it's it's got to be like a 20 to 17. Maybe it's a 23 to 20 kind of game. I don't see it being some, some shootout, though. I mean, Georgia's defense and your questions on the line of scrimmage, I, I just don't see how the Gamecocks guys are going to put up this big offensive day like so many are – are predicting out there. I, I just maybe it does happen, but I, I just I don't know where it comes from. And guys, I, I have been all week long thinking about the the scenarios in which South Carolina beats Georgia or this game is extremely close. I, I just all of those scenarios include South Carolina and include things happening that go against all conventional wisdom. You know what I mean? Um so, USC Edits says the Daily Crow during baseball season 2021 will always be a great memory. I love that, man. Yeah, it's, it's always, dude, it's 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 always fun in baseball. I, I really do love it, man. I, I love baseball season. Football season's great for obvious reasons, but baseball season's cool, man. Like, the fact that we we keep rocking at such a high level, and it's, it's, it's awesome. I, I really do enjoy it. Um, USC edits the week going into Florida in 2019, as well as after we beat the Georgia Bulldogs. Yeah, tons of fun. Yep, Travi says we always believe, even if we don't predict us winning. That's a fact. Gavin, 
Chris, are you planning on interviewing any former or current players this football season? I'm not exactly sure, Gavin. I mean, we're so locked in with the schedule we have right now. I think it's it's much more likely we we interview former players. Current players are just completely off limits for us. Uh, Steve Fink would never allow it. But, uh, you know, former players, we could certainly do it. Um, it's one of those things, like I said, though, man, we, we've got a good – we got a good system right now with all of our weekly guests, and there's just not a lot of time to add anybody else. So, uh, but you never know. There might be some out there we may talk to and, and t- just catch up with and all that good stuff. So, guys, that being said, be sure, hey, you're on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, hit that bell icon so you get notifications when we go live, when we drop new video content. Of course, the post-game call-in show will take place after the game Saturday. You want to make sure you're subscribed and have that bell icon clicked so when we go live, you will know exactly when we do so. Uh, and then also, guys, hit that subscribe button, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast. The podcast drops every single day, 5 p.m. Eastern. And also, the post-game call-in show drops in podcast form on Sunday mornings at 5 a.m. Eastern. So you can go back, listen to that, and relive everything from the post-game call-in show. Guys, in the meantime, be sure to stay tuned to social media. Content bleeding out of the eyeballs as we continue to count down the seconds into the SEC opener in Athens, Gamecocks and Bulldogs. Guys, that being said, we've hit 3 o'clock. Appreciate you all tuning in. Thank you all so much. Have a great rest of your Wednesday. And we will talk to you all tomorrow. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.